Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's up, everybody? I'm Frankfurter. That's Magically Average. This is Baka Bites. Today, we are going to be talking about some of the most iconic moments in anime. Next week, or this coming Sunday, Luffy's going Gear 5. I don't know if you've seen the news, but it's happening. The next year is coming out for good old Mr. Luffy. And if you don't know what that means, it's probably because you haven't watched One Piece, but it's okay. It's hype as shit, and everybody's excited. We are going to talk about, again, some of the most iconic moments in anime. But before we get into it, I owe a friend a couple shots, because I lost a bet. And don't do bets, kids. You lost a stupid bet too. You bet again. You bet <laughs> yes, I did. in favor of a Disney animated series video game being good. To be fair, what fucking psycho does that? To be fair, it is a good game. Like it, like the review scores are so wildly different. It's like a bunch of '90s and then a bunch of like '60s and '50s because people are like, "This game's too easy." It's like, yeah, it's a family game. I, uh, yeah, but I mean, like, family games can be challenging and still mm. entertaining. Regardless, we took the shots. Um, Gear, Gear 5 Luffy. Other One yeah. Piece moments um, that I think we can talk about, or at least I can talk about. I've sure. gotten about halfway through the series. I know, I knew of the gears that Luffy goes through in order to like kind of power himself up. So when I was first watching, or when I was watching the show, when I like heard Gear Two, I was like, "Oh shit, this is a big moment!" And then, like instantly, he went into Gear Three. I was like, "Oh shit, it's another big moment! What the fuck?" So, yeah. I mean, that moment for me was just like I wasn't expecting it. As somebody going into it knowing what like Gear One or Two is or Three, etc., I was like, "Oh, this is pretty cool." But to get Gear Two and Three like back to back to back, that or back to back, um. That was really fucking something special and cool. The arc it happened in, I believe, was 
It wasn't Marine Ford. It was uh, oh, it was the other prison type place, but I forget the actual Impel Down. Impel Down is what it was. Sure. Yeah, and that arc itself was it had its moments. It had its up and ups and downs. Um, but to me, that one was one of the ones that really stuck out as something that I thought was really fucking cool about the show. There are other yeah. moments um, throughout the show that are like, holy shit, this is like so memorable. This is iconic. And I think one of the biggest ones is uh, the rescuing Ace or the failure of rescuing Ace in which Ace dies. That <gasps> fucking... I know, spoilers. Woo. This is only for about like the first half of One Piece for the, like the first 500 episodes. Um. With that happening, that one, like, because that arc, I had known a few things. I was like, okay, I think that this is going to happen. I didn't know for sure. When they actually got him off the, like, chopping block, so to speak, of, like, the execution platform, I was like, fuck yeah, cool. He's going to live. And then he doesn't. He becomes a literal human donut. And it's sad and junk. But I think yeah. that that was something that lived up to the hype because, like, that arc specifically is so fucking good and has so many great moments with that one just being like one of the most iconic moments but that's all about that's all one piece knowledge that i really have look forward to gear five luffy on sunday magically average what do you got for me i i mean there's a lot that i can pull from i the, the reason that i wanted to talk about this topic specifically is because i've been seeing for the last like Honestly, it feels like a month. Everyone talking about like, oh, Gear 5 Luffy is going to be just as hyped as Goku going Super Saiyan for the first time. They're like, it's, it is on that level, if not even higher. It is going to be the next just tier in terms of like anime, animation, fight sequences. It's going to blow everyone's mind. And I'm like, that's cool and all, but what's going to happen after like, there's going to be like this really weird, awkward period where people are going to be like, all right, cool. What next? Like, how, so how do you, how do you, how do you go, you know, just as keep everyone along after just hitting that moment. Cause I feel like in dragon ball, you had the super Saiyan moment against Frieza and everyone's like, Whoa. And then there's the lull period. And then after Frieza is, Cell, I think, right? Or Cell before Frieza. I can't remember. I can't ever remember the sequence uh, in Dragon no, Ball. It's, There's it's so many Frieza, fucking episodes. It's Frieza, then Cell. Right. There's Frieza, then Cell. It's Frieza, and Cell, Cell was, Boo. Frieza, Cell Boo. Yeah. And Cell was okay. Like, the androids were fun. At least I, I found them to be interesting. The fight was like, eh, it was okay. And then Boo is just goofy as shit because they get turned into food and then he eats like the entire planet, basically. And you're like, this is dumb as fuck. So it's it just I'm I'm worried as someone who's not watching One Piece. I am actually worried for One Piece fandom that like Gear Five's gonna hit, you're gonna it's gonna be an amazing moment, and then you're just gonna be like, all right. I so I, I can, don't know what to do I can myself. Answer now. a little bit about this and tell you why like there's more to look oh, please, forward to. Please mans mansplain it to no, me. No, no, there's more to look forward to for the fact that um, if I'm remembering correctly. Devil Fruit users have seven transformations. So this is like number five out of seven, theoretically. So there's more to come. Like, there's more to show off. And, I mean, we're in the final arc. So at this point, it's like, leave nothing on the table 
show everything. So I think that this is just going to be not necessarily a blip, but this is going to be like one of those big hype moments that leads into another big hype moment because we are in that final chapter. Oda has to give us that final like push of like, this is why you should care about One Piece. This is why yeah. it's a masterpiece. This is why I'm going to forever cement my name and this series into the like media hall of fame. I'm not even going to say anime hall of fame, just media in general, because I yeah. am halfway through the show and I'm reading from, for all intents and purposes, I'm actually continuing to read the series rather than watch it because I'm at punk hazard right now. And it's basically an episode per chapter. If that, and boy, howdy, like I've done that Which for the past two arcs and it's that's horrible insane to me. Yeah. The pacing that's is insane. absolutely horrible. And it only gets worse. Like, uh, I think it's uh, the Cake Island thing, whatever is next. Or Dressarosa. Dressarosa's next. And there are more episodes than there are chapters. And then it only gets oh. even worse. You go into the Cake Island, which is even worse. And then I think Wano is even worse than that. Like, it only goes kind of downhill with the pacing. It's just like, I want to watch it. But at the same time, I don't have the patience for that at all. Yeah. Like, it, it I, took a lot out of me with these last two arcs, so I was like, I'm just going to read the rest. As a fan of the One Piece series, when it was originally airing, and when the manga was coming out in North America, um, I, I, I fell in love with the characters and the setting, like, immediately. I didn't care about the story. I gave two shits about the One Piece. I just assumed that it was fake from the very beginning. I was like, oh, this weird pirate dude gets murdered, and he's got a treasure hidden and i'm like oh where have you heard this story before folks and then it's like hundreds of pirates set out to find it and no one has and then there's this goofy ass kid that eats a fruit and gets all like gumby and he goes on wild adventures and i'm like that's i like him i want to follow him fuck that stupid treasure story i i just want to learn more about that guy and i, I know people always made fun of the comment that um Oda made when he was talking about the One Piece series when it was coming back and he was he was going back into writing and finishing it up that like a majority of it he said was like basically filler and I know it's not the case I know that's not in essence what he was saying he was saying that he fell in love with the characters that he was creating so much that he wanted to give them the time and opportunity to evolve and grow and I can appreciate that because as, as, as someone who does actually and did actually enjoy the One Piece series, but I just don't have the time nor patience to get back into it at this point in life. Um, I'm sure I will when it's finally done. Done. Um, I theoretically that was the, next year, dude. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, maybe not exactly right, right when it's done, but right. hopefully soon after. But the 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 piece that I enjoyed the most were the characters in the setting. And I liked them just going on adventures. Like, I know we've ragged on other anime that have done that. Specifically, like, the one that comes to mind uh, is Demon Slayer Season 1, where it's like, oh, okay, adventure, and then recovery, and then adventure, and then recovery, and then adventure, and then recovery, and then the season ends. And we're like, eh, it was an okay season. But, you know, it was just, you know, nothing special. But that is what I feel like is the true core of one piece is that you you are a traveler with this gang of pirates going from island to island 
basically terrorizing the government just everywhere you go it. <laughs> yeah yeah and you're part of this band of like misfits that are just that's all they do is they just go island to island and start a new adventure yeah. and you fall in love with those characters and you fall in love with even like the random people you meet on the island and the island itself like they're always yeah. really cool and unique so I, I i feel like that's all to say though that like one piece it was more about the adventuring part than anything and so like the whole gears and the one piece is is really entertaining right that's that is how you drive through that's the hook. the the story yeah exactly that's how that's how you stick to a plot you can always bring it back to okay luffy's going to level up and and go up in gear and you're going to see this new power of his and then also too you're going to slowly but surely it might take a millennia it feels like but you're gonna get to or at least closer to the one piece but again i'm like eh, i'd rather like i want just show me more of the characters they're yeah, cool and, i like and, them and i get that and like yeah we we can talk we can make a whole fucking episode about one piece but oh yeah you, you for had sure. discussed dragon ball z and saying that like the an iconic moment a hype moment of just like goku going super saiyan for the first time yeah i think one of the earliest moments for me of just like oh my god iconic not necessarily hype but like holy shit that happened what the fuck i can't remember and this is i'm sorry I can't remember if it's Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z because I watched Man. they kind of meshed together in my childhood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, the, I would assume it would be Dragon Ball Z only because Dragon Ball came out well before our time. Right. And that's why I'm thinking of Z as well. But at the same time, I'm like, didn't it happen as a child? The scene I'm talking about, the iconic scene for me that I that sticks out to me as early as I can remember, is when Goku's tail is pulled out. I remember oh, yeah. that scene like it was yesterday of just like he had turned into mm -hmm. this monster and then just fucking gets just his tail pulled out and he just becomes this like little boy again and just fucking falling asleep on the ground. Like he gets pulled out by Vegeta, right? I, that's what I want to say, but I don't remember. It's been so I, long, I, but it's just I like I think it's Vegeta. I, I want to say either. it is too, but I like I don't want to be wrong because I know how yeah. ravenous the fucking DBZ fan base is. So, um, but yeah, like to me, there's the tail pull of Goku, which was great. The first time going Super Saiyan beating fucking Frieza's ass. And then there's also just like the fucking the first time the fusion happens. Fucking Gotenks and... Oh, yes. Or yeah. It's uh, Gohan and uh, uh, Trunks. Trunks, yep. Gohan and Trunks just doing the fusion to me. That was just fucking mind blowing. Well, and that was in the Majin Majin Buu one, right? Yeah, that was that. Uh, it may have been I Cell. I think that's the I Majin. Think it was Cell. Was that it that Cell? Happened. Yeah, because they couldn't find a warrior strong enough, I thought, so they put two together to like but weaken I thought, Cell, and then they did the sacrificial kill. I thought Piccolo. Was it Majin I thought Piccolo. Buu? Yeah, I thought Piccolo like rescued them because everyone else was getting turned into chocolate Maybe they, you know what you and then might be right he took them into that like kid... like he took him into like the chamber that like doesn't go like time stops basically chamber. yeah the, the only <laughs> we're getting grilled reason, like, by, we're getting by someone in chat like, <laughs> i i think like were there any kids around for cell and now that i think about it future trunks I mean, was in there for cell 
So it must have been Mahjong Boo. You're right. This is all. Uh, this is all. Also, I, I'm. I am very proud of myself, even though our chat is grilling us on our lack of knowledge in Dragon Ball Z. But this is all coming from. Decade, this is all coming from n knowledge that, that I, you know, from watching it as a kid on Toonami, <clears throat> like week to week on Toonami. I, I did not watch it on a streaming service. I still have not watched it on a streaming service. Same. Like, I'm very proud of myself for that. But to your point, though, early memory, I think earliest memory of like the the most hyped I was ever like I ever got leading up to an episode was actually Bleach when Ichigo go uh, uses his Bankai for the first time. And I'm like, oh, my God. And he used it. I, I can't remember the, the, the captain's name. He's the brother of Rika. But um, he uses it against him. And he's like, that's impossible. He's a human, right? And I'm like, yeah, he's a human, right? And then you just see and you hear Ichigo go, Bankai. And you're like, oh, my God. Like that gave me goosebumps. Still gives me goosebumps now. Like that was I, like dude, such I got goosebumps moment. just thinking about it. I watched it for yeah. the first time all the way through a year ago to like I was watching it a year ago today, all through yeah, the to whole get thing up. to get caught yeah. up for the new season. I remember that that moment. I was just like, oh yeah. Buddy. Yeah. It was such a well, fun fucking moment. And I will say, like, the the nice perks to these shonen series is that you you because they're you know they're normally longer and you you have to find ways to keep things fresh and keep things exciting and there's going to be power creep always yeah but you you know it's still it levels out with you know the enemies you're fighting but like with bleach it was like okay bankai and then you have the zenbo zakurai and then you have the fucking arankar uh arankar arc where he like gets his mask thing and he has to control that and I it's think, like yeah. every single fucking time I'm like, there's no way it can get better. And it does. And I'm like, oh, my God. And this is all to bring it to present day, which is I'm getting that same feeling now. And I'm super hyped for it because I have not read Bleach through the Thousand Year Blood War. Um, I read basically up into the part where they first go to Hueco Mundo, I think. So That's I didn't read I much say. of the series. Hueco Mundo or Hueso or however you pronounce it, Mundo. Hueco Mundo. When they yeah. go there for the first time, I was like, holy shit, this is like end of times right now. Like yeah. that moment for me, like when I was watching it, I was just like, this is fucking great. This is yep. so fucking good. Yeah. So watching Bleach now, I'm getting like a rush of all those feelings and like memories back being like, wow, I'm like, I'm feeling these same exact emotions watching what Ichigo is going through now and stuff. And there was a moment that just happened in an episode and I won't spoil anything for those watching. I haven't watched any. I've only watched the first episode of the new part of the season. It was something that was hyped leading up to this part of the Thousand Year Blood War that I was extremely excited to see. And it was it was really, really good, but it wasn't like they didn't put it up on a pedestal. And I actually think it I appreciated that more because I don't think they wanted to like play it up as this big thing. Because of how the story and is progressing and how it's focusing bit by bit on each captain. So I was I was appreciative of the fact that it wasn't like a god moment it was like a here's something cool and you're like whoa and then you're like all right now here's this guy they're doing something cool too you're like also whoa so but yeah i am i am 
very much getting prepared mentally and emotionally for what Ichigo is going through currently, because I imagine it's going to be incredible when we finally get to see it, which I, I hope it's sometime soonish. Cause I think we're four episodes into this part. I want to say, so yeah. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. It's not going to be one of those like end of the season kind of, you get a little, little, a little taste, you know, a little nibble. And then you got to wait for whenever they are eventually going to release more, if they are. So, uh, yeah, but the Bleach moments are always been cemented in my mind because, one, it's my favorite of the big three. And two, I, it just, they were more iconic for me growing up. Um, because, again, I was watching those, I was watching One Piece and Bleach as they were coming out in the U.S. on Toonami. Um, Dragon Ball Z was something I would watch reruns on on Toonami as well. But like those were the ones that was like week to week. You're like, get get ready as Ichigo goes further into the ser- like the Soul Society. Who's he gonna face next? And you're like, where the fuck is he gonna face next? Like this is this is incredible. So So um before we get into like one like I wanna ask you what's an arc or what's an iconic moment that did not live up to the hype. I do want to touch upon neither you or not or I, I believe I've watched Naruto, but there is one clip of Naruto that we have both seen that we know for sure is so fucking hype and iconic. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. I watched Naruto early on. I've watched through probably the first 50 so episodes of Naruto. Okay. That's, um, that's, that's but a nothing fine really My buddy, one of my good friends growing up, was a big Naruto fan. He was a Naruto fan. I was the Bleach fan. And then we were like sort of floaty, floaty on the One Piece side. Um, but I think we both kind of gave up there. But yeah, no, Naruto, there is one arc. I, I know there's plenty more to the series, um, but there is one arc for as old as it is. It, it you can't you can't even make this an argument for me. I'm sorry, but it, it will it will be the best one. And it's a surprising one in my mind because it's a fucking tournament arc. Yeah. No, I fucking hate tournament arcs, but that's then again, I have not watched Naruto. But yeah, the Rock Lee removing the weights is probably to me because like I've seen some clips of Naruto. It's the hypest clip I've seen of Naruto. It's just Rock Lee dropping the fucking weights and going all out against fucking Sandman bullshit boy. I don't know what his name is. Yeah, I can't remember. It starts with I, don't, I don't know, I but like that moment to me is the only moment that really stands out of all the clips that I've seen, which I've seen like Naruto versus Sasuke near the end. I've seen like a handful of different clips of like where he does his different forms, etc. And I'm just like, yeah. nothing really lives up to that excitement that I saw of just like this bull cut bullshit character, just dropping weights, causing an explosion and everybody being like, what in the absolute fuck is about to happen? And just going ham. What yeah. a fantastic moment that was. Yeah, that, that whole tournament, I remember being excellent, like from start to finish. It didn't feel slow. It didn't feel boring. It didn't feel like a normal tournament arc, even though it was. And I think it's partly due to the fact that it was like, I, and I think this is probably the one weak spot I have when it comes to being harsh on tournament arcs, is it was the... um Shunchin exams, I think it's called. Shunchin exams. I want to say that's how you pronounce it. I can't remember. Naruto? I have no fucking clue. Yes. 
I think it's the Shunshin exam. Sure. But we'll it that. was like it was when they were in class, right, to become ninjas basically and, and a part of the the different villages, right? And they went through the whole like, okay, you're fighting against different villages and to, you know, basically become the rank of a ninja. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. It's not like they've already been well established as these like ultimate supreme fighters and you're just pitting them 1v1, right? It's like, no, these are still effectively children <laughs> who are fighting as a part of their training to become what they want to be, which are ninjas of their, you know, respective villages. And I'm like, okay, that is cool. When it's when it's something that's has to do with like you know, you're 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 weak and then you become stronger or you're like in school and it's a part of like learning or lessons or whatever. Like that's the one shtick I'm like, okay, I'll give you a pass. Um, but most of the time tournament arcs, I'm like, ugh, just skip. But yeah, no, that Nar the Naruto one, especially the Rock Lee scene will forever and always be uh, cemented as a very, very iconic, if not the most iconic scene. I feel um, like that people will, will remember. Yeah, and I feel like we've like when you think of iconic anime moments, a lot of Shonen Jump anime are going to come to mind. Like we've yeah. only exclusively talked about Shonen Jump. Is there something outside of Shonen Jump that was either positive or negative, in your opinion, that you were like, "This is great," or oh. "This was just what the absolute fuck"? Well, so there is one for me, and I don't know if there hard. is for you. Sorry. It's hard because it it's hard from the standpoint that what we're talking about right now are like moments that were hyped, right? And a lot of the shonen series, you know, they have the source material out. Like, I mean, the Gear 5 stuff is a is a prime example, right? right. Like the material for Gear 5 has been out for a while now, and we're now just getting to the point where it's going to be animated. So people who had been reading it had already known. You could talk about the same thing with Attack on Titan when it was the rumbling. People already knew. It was just a matter of when they were going to actually animate it, right? So for series that either don't have source material or the source material is not widely available, like you have to, you can only get it physically or you have to find scans, hopefully, like online, it's hard to say. Or, it's, you know, even just series that not a lot of people read, just in general. Like it's not widely popular manga for reading. Um, it's hard to say, but I think the one series that comes to mind just because of the circumstances surrounding it and what led to the finality of it mm -hmm. was sort of a moment that did not live in. Well, it lives in infamy in the sense that it just failed completely would have to be the final episode of Wonder Egg Priority because there was mm -hmm. that month gap. There was the month gap due to the fact that the studio just couldn't finish. Right. And up until that point, it was it was a 10 out of 10. It was it, there were so many uh, uh, like elements to this anime that I never would have imagined like actually witnessing and seeing it done so flawlessly. I, I was blown away. And then watching through it and being like, OK, now it's a month period. I'm like, this is OK. You guys have the time. Right, you have so much time. Make it you, count. You gotta nail it. You gotta, yeah. You you've gone through your whole routine, right? You're 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 on the last leg of your final sequence. You're just you're basically at a ten out of ten, 
You just need to stick the landing, and what do they do? They fucking Final Destination, slip on the mat, tumble over, mm. there's a pole, they bash their skull through the pole, they flip around in the audience, and then they land on a bed of spikes that pops up out of nowhere. And then that's how the season ends. And I was like, I was so, so upset by how it ended. So I it, feel I feel like we can uh, make a whole conversation of like bad endings, good endings, because like uh, an ending yeah. can be hype and an ending can absolutely wholly wreck a show. Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about that was our last episode was was right. endings to anime that were bad. And this was just an example of one like Wonder Egg Priority, to my knowledge, has no source material. And, you know, you were watching it week to week, not knowing what was going to happen. So there wasn't like you didn't have like this tune in next time to for the big fucking reveal it was always like you were just on edge on like what the fuck is actually going to happen next i have no idea um but but with the ending specifically because it was the the last episode things were going to start concluding you were going to get closure to a lot of these loose ends yeah and it just didn't it just left them wide open so so yeah, uh, there's there's another one, I think, um, if I can chime in on a good one. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70 percent of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay. Go ahead. I, I won't. I'll, I'm done talking. Well, since we're on, the, we're on the topic of negativity of like bad kind of iconic, uh, the one yeah. that I do want to talk about, and this isn't a Shonen Jump to my knowledge question mark. I don't know. Um, somebody got to fact check me on this one. Um, Suzumi Haruhia. Haru. Suzumi. Suzumi Haruhia. Yes, that's it. It was a show that had a very interesting concept. It was a slice of life with a little bit of sci fi in it. It was fun. It was one of those older shows that, like, I didn't watch it when it was airing because it was like the mid to early 2000s, didn't have access to it. But. It was really good to begin with. And then midway through the show, they have a thing called the Endless Eight. And the Endless Eight was an eight-episode arc. Keep in mind, this was about a 24-episode show. Eight fucking episodes of the same exact thing. The only differences were minor changes of verbiage and different ways the characters dressed very minor differences eight episodes in a row of the same 
thing. You had a show that was a brilliant slice of life, a fantastic fucking concept of yeah. just normal dude thrown into basically the life of this girl that who's attractive that everybody likes, but she's a fucking nut job. She believes that aliens exist. She believes that psychics exist. She believes the in occult. all the weird occult. Nobody else does. And sure shit, all the different fucking occult things actually exist and surround her and like want to be a part of her life. You have the like concept of a fucking great show. And then you decide to put him in a time loop. And this time loop lasts eight fucking episodes long. And the only difference is minor speech and minor costume changes. Like near the end of a couple of the episodes, they discuss like, oh, this is loop 24,562 or whatever. Like you've gone through this loop so many times. How do we fucking break this? And it's like, I don't know. Wake up next day for fucking get everything because it's a goldfish and it's a time loop again. Like it is. It was so mind boggling because you were like halfway through a phenomenal show. And then you just go through that. There are people out there that absolutely love The Endless Eight. I, I watched it and I wanted to blow my damn brains out watching this. I was like, why? Why am I? I am at this point hate watching this. I watched all eight episodes. It was atrocious. It was just so bad. Like the first episode was fine because you're like, okay, this is like a normal episode. This is just happening. And then the second episode happens. You're like, did I, did I have like a brain aneurysm? Like this just happened, right? Like, is this, is this the matrix? Like what the fuck? And then you're like, no, 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 I'm not having a fever dream. This is happening. They're yeah, no, going not the to matrix. The... It's groundhog day. It was atrociously bad. It was so bad. And it was one of those things that it killed the show for a lot of people. It absolutely yeah. killed it because it was like episodes like 14 through 22 or something like that. Like it was dead smack in the center of the show. Ugh. It was yeah, that, so bad. That's shocking to me too, because if it's 24 episodes, that's a third. I'll double third check. Of the show. I'll fact check myself because I don't remember like, but I remember watching this like a couple of years ago and just being flabbergasted that they, that they even fucking attempted this. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've, we've always said, anything time travel anything anything like in the temporal landscape is always very challenging in anime and yeah i i'm i'm sure on paper they thought it was a fantastic idea that that it would you know translate over into animation well and people would be interested but the the, the side that i'm thinking from is imagine if you were watching this week to week and you went through eight straight weeks of basically watching the same episode. Would you not go insane? Would you not just start like here's here's the real fucking kicker. I would have I would have started writing actual letters and mailing them to the studio to be like, I I am going to break every single bone of your body if I have to watch this goddamn episode again for the 327th time. So it was, I think, like, it. Wikipedia is really weird. It says 14 for the original, 28 for the rebroadcast. But, like, when I click into, like, the actual show, it says 24 episodes. 
But here's okay. the real fucking kicker if you really think of it. Our other subject was going to be what today? Uh, the market of anime and manga? Talking about should you buy physical media? Well, yeah. Do you remember how many episodes were on a singular DVD of anime back in oh, the day? Oh, back in the day? So this is, this is DVD, not Blu-ray. This Blu is DVD, not Blu-ray. Back in the early um, 2000s. Early to late 2000s. It could only be four, right? Like four episodes? You had two full fucking DVDs of The <laughs> Endless Eight to sell to people. <laughs> yeah. I would have snapped both of them in half. But here's the thing. It was actually three because one of the DVDs started it. Like it was like a couple episodes in the start of it, four full no. episodes, and then the end of it with a few no. other episodes. You had to try. <laughs> you had a fucking banger of a show, and then you had to try and sell these fucking weebs, these fucking fans of this show, three goddamn DVDs of the Endless Eight. <laughs> Back in the early two thousands, where DVDs of anime cost what? like twenty five, thirty bucks for was a fucking least package of four. Was it discounted like no, 33%? No, it was like it off. No way. <laughs> That's a shame. Like this was one of those like Oof. moments. This is an iconic moment in anime of just how bad it ended. Because like yeah. there are like a minority of fans who are like, this is absolutely brilliant. Oh, this is a piece of art. Sure. It's art. Whatever. A lot of people did not like this and for fucking good reason. So, yeah, like, when reason. I think of iconic and bad, this is the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. So I, I will. I'll. I'll make a really, really quick point. Yeah, um, go for it. To that, I, I guess this experience though is through watching it after it had already aired for Bleach. I, I know I talk about Bleach a lot, but again, Bleach is <laughs> a good one to to draw to. Um, if I put myself in the shoes of someone watching this as it was airing, I would be very, very upset. But I do remember watching because my buddy had given me all of the library of Bleach and I'm like, cool. Over the summer in, I think, high school, I was sick for a little bit. And I'm like, I'm just going to just speed run through all of Bleach and Bleach for any of you out there that don't know, they have filler seasons and they have two, I believe, two full filler seasons. I, I watched one of them before. I there, there is one. There is one that is really cool that I know people. It's very polarizing it still, but uh, the vampires. No, that I watched. That is that the, one, the I one that I watched, and I was like, no. I, I'm gonna follow no. a skip list now of fillers ah. because fuck that. I did not. That was I did not watch horrible. that. Horrible. No, I watched the one where the uh, their uh, swords, their zenpacto, actually become like human, basically, and so they have to. The, the captains and all the different uh, soul reapers have to fight them like the embodiment of their swords and it's like a really cool one you actually get to see Ichigo's character like he's the older man right. that they show throughout it a lot and so it makes sense but like that arc as a filler arc because it did just kind of pop up out of fucking nowhere um, I thought it was really entertaining but yeah no I skipped that vampire shit I but remember that I remember is all to say about that one like yeah. I was like when I was like what filler seasons are there what and like they're like filler seasons you shouldn't skip and it was like that one I was like oh that sounds cool skip yeah I mean it's still if you're if you're watching it to just get through the storyline you can skip it but I, I watched it I found it entertaining but I, that is all to say if I were to watch it as it was airing stuff like that would irritate me uh, a filler episode here and there is fine 
I can get by, but Bleach being notorious for filler seasons, if I was watching that shit, because that happened with the second filler season that they had. I looked it which up. Is there's right a before. There's 168 filler episodes of Bleach. I'm sure they cal- they they factor in a lot of episodes throughout each season to be fillers too. Possibly, but I think I that know, I, but... to my knowledge, there's only two full fledged seasons of filler. I think they're both 24 episodes. Regardless, the vampire a total one might of 168. Yeah, the vampire one might be even longer. I think um, that one was close to 30 or 40 or something like. Yeah, that. I think that one was like 36. But um, but yeah, I I just remember when the vampire one came up. I think it was right before Ichigo was gonna fight or get to Aizen in like Hueco yeah. Mundo, and I'm like, I'm like, what the? F-? <laughs> so I was like, skip, get rid of that season. Uh, yeah, but I, that's again all to say, if I was watching it weekly if i was watching it as it aired that would have so irritated me to all hell let's rewind let's get back to more iconic moments like what yes. what else because i know you've seen a little bit more shonen than i have not that that's a bad thing mm-hmm. but you have more experience with like black clover i don't know how many seasons of seven deadly sins you've watched like nah, i don't want to i don't know even know if there are any hype moments of sadly seven deadly sins but like I know yeah, there's that there's one. a there's a lot in Black Clover. There's like yes. I I feel like every other week I'm seeing a new clip of Black Clover. It's like that's actually really cool. I watched 30 yeah. 40 episodes of this. Why didn't I see anything cool like this? And I guess they yeah. really just took their time. But like, what? Give me some give me some insight on Black Clover of like what hype moments were there in that show? Um. So I haven't. I will preface this by saying I have not watched through all of Black Clover. Um, it's okay. a series that my wife and I are watching, but we keep getting distracted by new anime. So, um, but I, I personally have watched through a, a pretty large chunk. The, the hype moments that I've seen, and for any of you who are wondering how far I've watched, I've watched up until they actually get to the Heart Kingdom to talk with the princess. Um, the most hype moments in that revolve around Asta and his sort of hidden inner ability um the first time we see this is when they're fighting it's a really really cool setting too they're in uh witch territory basically and they're talking to or trying to bargain with the um the queen of the witches basically and she is like ah there's this child he's got no magic oh but what lies inside him a fucking demon because he can control the demon sword cool i wonder if i can manipulate him and she does and it awakens his ability to turn half demon and you see the transformation for the first time. And it's not an ideal scenario, right? Cause he's getting fucking mind controlled. And she's like, why don't you just go murder your friends? That'd be kind of cool to see. Go out and that'd do be, it. That'd be pretty neat. So like you have this inner struggle of like, Woo-hoo, demon Asta. And then you're like, Oh fuck. Everyone's going to die. So, that I mean, it was cool to see. I think that was a really hype moment in in terms of like Asta's. I, I don't even want to call it transformation, but him possession, well, him learning more about his the sword, his grimoire, like where it came from, what power he actually can possess, uh, and so that was cool to see. And then after that moment, there's pieces throughout the like following i would say maybe 20 30 episodes where he's like i gotta find a way to do it again and he kind you kind of see him getting control of it 
And then I think the one scene that I I I see the most from Black Clover on social media, and it did give me chills the first time I watched it, was in a tournament arc where they're trying to figure out who's going to lead this basically special operation of uh, uh to to go and destroy um the fucking whatever the second son god damn it i don't remember anything from this fucking anime all the names and stuff <laughs> i apologize but it's the terrorist group that's going against the clover kingdom okay and they're controlled by this guy named light and he's not really light he's this other guy because light's this different dude and they're all these elves that were killed by humans before yada 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 anywho they oh are doing a tournament arc to determine who's going to actually be a part of this special operation group. And one of the black bulls is on a team and he's fighting against his brother, who's on another team. And you realize that the, 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 the brother is not nice. The not black bull one. Cause all the, the black bulls the, are great. The one with all the magic power. Yes. He possesses all the magic power and he's stronger. He's basically like the hand from jojo's part four oh, i thought you were gonna uh, say the hand from super smash Bros. no also that too i guess he's kind of like that uh no <laughs> he's like no he can basically like rip through time and space almost oh, okay whereas his brother can transport things. he can create portals to transport people to different areas and use those to like also shoot them at people to transport eh, whatever so it's weird there's like I can destroy time and I can manipulate it, but whatever. They clash. Black Bull brother goes down, has a bunch of holes. It looks like Swiss cheese. Nice. And then you're like, mm, normally brothers don't do that. And then my dude is just like, you're kind of weak and bad for the family blood. I'm just going to murder you. And then the animation gets crazy for this one sequence. And you're like, uh, this is very weird and unsettling and I don't like what's happening. And then you just see these streams of light shoot from out of nowhere. And three of the black bulls, Asta magma and um, luck are surrounding him. Like just basically at his throat. Like you take one more step. You're going to have a really big problem on your hand, bud. And I'm like, Oh, oh okay. Uh, that was intense. Uh, yeah, like there's, I mean, there's a lot of stuff like that in Black Clover. Again, I, I haven't read through it. Um, I am, you know, I, I don't hear the hype on online and social media when episodes are coming out for Black Clover, partly because obviously Black Clover. I think Clover's... it's on pause right now, the anime is, anyways. Yeah. I was going to say, it, it is on pause. For more to come out. Yeah. But it, it, for an anime to make me kind of experience stuff like that it, it is akin to when i was watching bleach where it's like you just don't know what's going to happen next and it, you're it's always shocking and i think black clover has a lot of really good moments like that and it's built well into it it doesn't feel like it's overpowering it's not like goku going super 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 saiyan or super ultra mega saiyan or whatever you yeah. know going from blonde hair to blue hair like it, it is it's things that make sense in what they've already established and so it feels like like you're like oh this is like a true real empowering moment where you you've seen the growth and it's finally showing and oh my god here it is so but the one i was going to talk about that's non-shonen i will give you i will give you this just we got to wrap it up so this will be I, your uh, last one and then i'm going to go last, one last one 
that's fine because this one deserves all the credit in the world. Fucking ranking of kings. My little bro Boji going through this whole goddamn story being mute. He can't. He's deaf. Like he's struggling. Everyone looks down upon him, and he goes through this journey to discover who he could actually be in his potential. Learns from a great master. Develops a skill that no one can even like conceive in their mind and you just see overwhelming potential and it finally culminates to the one episode where he fights his dad and just the sequence of events that transpires is immaculate i like i guess uh, i gotta watch it because i don't i i thought his dad was dead so he was fighting a ghost of his dad no oh okay i guess i gotta watch out there <laughs> yeah, but that is in terms of because that was something that you just saw happening because there's these two storylines happening simultaneous with one another. It's Boji's basically discovery arc of of him growing and becoming the person that he was always meant to be as son of the as a son of giants born with disabilities, looked down upon but had all of the hope and all of the courage and all of the perseverance in the world to, to live up to his father's basically potential as a, as a, a giant, a hero in this realm with on the other side, his brother who was given everything in life, didn't have to work the hardest was very strong still. Right. But didn't really have to prove himself and, and everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong for him and what goes on with his life as well. And then his sort of redemption arc in tow. Seeing both of those finally merge. Oh, man. It still, it still gives me goosebumps. Like that, that whole sequence. And if you haven't watched Raking of Kings, it is, it is in my mind an underappreciated masterpiece. masterpiece. You, it, it's a must watch. Yeah. And I, I do need to watch it, and I will eventually. I, I, I promise I will. There are so many shows we have not talked about. We have not even discussed anything Thousands. about My Hero Academia, the fucking All Might nope. versus uh, What's-His-Dick, uh, One for All. We haven't talked about that. We haven't talked about so no, many other different shonen shows like Hunter x Hunter, Yu Yu Hakusho, like, there are so many classics out there that we can discuss, and because we're running out of time here, there is only one show that is probably very fitting we discuss and talk about as the last show, and probably one of the most cathartically, oh my fucking god, about fucking time moments ever in anime. I'm talking about Roy Mustang versus Envy. Uh, where they I, finally uh, confront each other and he knows he fucking knows and just snap 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 the fucking just cathartic oh fuck yes fuck that guy up put every fucking flame you have throughout all of his body air bend the fucking air out of his lungs just the hype moment around that scene is just one of the things that I think that makes that show just like, I mean, it, the show itself is just speaks for itself. It is 
a god tier show. It is a great mm-hmm. show. It is worth the hype. It is why it is number one on Mal for a reason. But there are plenty of moments throughout the show that make it great. And I think that this is one of those moments that just is just like, it's Joffrey dying in Game of Thrones. It is one of those cathartic, <laughs> I've been waiting for this fucking moment for so yeah. long to happen that it finally happens. You're like, thank fucking Buddha. Thank God. Thank just whatever God you fucking pray to. It is like hell yeah brother hell yeah sister hell yeah just it is so good it is such a great scene that it it's one of the most iconic things in television like when we talk about iconic there is goku going super saiyan there is luffy eventually going gear five and then there's fucking roy mustang lighting envy up it is Mm -hmm. such a great scene Fun fact, fun personal fact, uh, Ranking of Kings and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood are two anime that have made me cry multiple different episodes. Weep, sob, just complete breakdown. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't think there's many that moment too transcends the whole like just hype because there is that that emotional tie to it with the revenge right you have all of that carrying it along too yeah which i mean that just adds further to the moment itself so yeah i that moment is forever burned into my memory and along with the why are they putting dirt on daddy he's got to go to work and then fucking it's it's raining i'm like no, you got damn right it is right it is raining no it's not yes it is yeah you're right it yes is. it is like, yeah oh. you're right it is yeah shut the fuck up oh it's so you good. know it is it is such a yeah. great show it is it is appropriately rated like it is a phenomenal show yeah like personal preferences aside because there are shows that like i absolutely enjoy more but critically thinking that show is Hundred percent, probably the best anime ever made. Fully and for, and for fucking favorite, what? Fully Cooly is my all-time favorite. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is undeniably the best, though. It, it really is. But yeah, to me, that is probably one of the hypest, most iconic scenes of anime of all time. Mm-hmm. And with that, we put a bow agree. on this episode. Thank you all for joining us this week. We will be back next week with a brand new episode. If you want some short form content, follow us on YouTube, Instagram, or TikTok for daily-ish videos. So until next time, Spark Triumph. We'll see you then. Back up! Back up.